Ich bin Jacob Kur und das ist New Dog Mazin auf die Flamingos. Listening to New Dog Mazine. Hello and welcome to another New Dog Mazine audio situation. It is NDZ Live episode 21. We're getting up there. Yeah, we can legally drink now. Now. <laughs> As if you didn't before. <laughs> this, this whole time we've been illegal. <laughs> gotta love that three sheep's pills. Uh, for the first time. Um, we're able to legally drink as a podcast. Yeah. Feels good. It feels awesome. Yeah. We just have to make sure we make it home and the next day is something that we can still go to work. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a Tuesday night, so yeah, we're not, we, we're not trying to do too much. Yeah. No. no. So that's anyway. what tomorrow's for. Yeah, that's right. Doobies. The Doobie Brothers, oh, baby. Doobies and Michael McDonald, the, the king, king of the yacht. Oh, uh, tomorrow night might be uh, an even rougher night, and Thursday morning might be an even rougher morning than tomorrow morning might be. Friday morning might be the one, oh. because we've got Doobie Brothers concert. What a fucking gauntlet we're running this week, boys. So we've had... We had... Uh, Last night. So we got Steven and Jake coming tonight. Oh, yeah. So Steven, Payne, and Jake Cruel... Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how. We should ask him one of these days how he actually pronounces his I think last it's crawl. name. But is it cruel? It cool? looks phonetically crawl. But I think it's cruel. It might be cruel. We'll ask him. Yeah, we'll have to ask him we'll one, of, ask these him one of these times. Yeah. Um, We're probably uh, going to forget yeah, yeah, when we get into the interview. Quasi pro pickleball player uh, Jacob Kroll. Um, I'm hoping that he can explain, like, because I know, like, I know what pickleball is, and Mitch knows what pickleball is. Do you know what pickleball is? I haven't a clue. I mean, I know it's kind of like, uh, I assume it's a crossover between racquetball, wiffle ball, and tennis. That's close. Yeah. That's close. We'll let, we'll, we'll let, we'll let Jacob go into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Let's talk about the Richmond game. Oh, it's a good one. Honey Derby part one this season. We've still got two more. What a game. One of our, uh, our man Mitch was there. Yeah. I was there. What was the vibe like inside the grounds beforehand, uh, during, and afterwards? Um, before it was just partying. Um, like shoutouts to shoutouts to the Red Army, shoutouts to Featherstone Flamingos. Everyone was everyone was vibing on a great time. Yeah, I've never I've never seen Kyle Carr drink so much in my life. He can throw it down, and he he had already drank quite a bit up to that point. Yeah, Yogi was. Lasted so, by the time I got there. He's got to be able to enjoy this day. And same thing with Kyle, right? Like, yeah. the, the, the originators of this derby, they have to be able to enjoy this. You also got to meet some of our other friends as well. Absolutely. Like, yeah, like Gino was there, mm-hmm. like in, who's a, just an amazing guy yeah. from, uh, from from AO Boston. Yep. Um, Phil was there. Phil. And yep. uh, and Jake, Jake. From, from, from Blackfires were there. Yeah. Uh, Doug 
came Can't down. Forget Doug. Came down from DC. Yeah. Um, you know, just amazing people, all of them. Yeah. So we had some. You know, we had some people from from out here. You know, we had Kyle and Chris and Kristen and Dave Magnus came up. April from, yeah. was there too. April yeah. was there. Yep. Yeah. Chris Zach. brought Chris brought his kids. Zach was there. Yeah. Hunk of, had, the hunk of the month yeah, has to be Zach. There. Has to be there. Yeah, we we which by the way we've been trying to book him in for his photo shoot for the issue too. He's too busy. He's too busy. He's too busy. Yeah, busy yeah. I wish I could be there with you guys, but uh, I'm too busy. Uh, Me and hunk of the month. Yeah, partying, ha- uh, living it up, and partying with my clothes off. That's what he said. And as hunk of the month, this is absolutely what what you should be it's doing. It's typical yeah. hunk of the month behavior. I mean, it's kind of in the contract. Yeah. You know. We're just gonna have to call his agent one of these days and actually book him for a sitting. You know, we hey, we we need him. Yeah, you know, yeah, to keep this rolling. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, middle of the game. Uh, they so when we got into the grounds, they actually sat us instead of sitting us a couple of sections over from the Red Army, which they had supposedly done in the past. Uh, Not they sa- ideal. They oh. sat us. They sat us opposite corner. Yeah, good. Um, Probably along, good. along the same sideline, but opposite corner. So. We couldn't really hear the Red Army that well, um, so they almost certainly could not hear us at all because we didn't have drums, um, and there were 15 to 20 of us. Um, we were sat, uh, they did not block off our section, so we were sitting first couple rows, like, all together, like, three or four rows up in, like, half of the section, and yeah. people had already been sitting down. They didn't tape it off it or anything. That's fine. The section over, there was a... There was a ton, like fifteen to twenty kids, all sitting there, sure. like, "Let's go, kickers!" The whole game, fair play, you know. They 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 yelled the whole game. I'll so. put it this way: last time we were there, uh, some of the people from the Red Army were coming over to our section, waving flags, whipping our drummers in the face with the flags, to the point where the steward had to sell. Fucking Gary, go sit down and we'll revoke your season ticket. God bless. Gary yeah. went. Gary went and sat down. Yeah, one person actually did tell Grant uh, to meet me, meet him in the parking lot after the game. Grant didn't hear it. Zach and I both did and said, "Please," looked at each other and said, "Don't tell Grant." Why? Why? Why is that, Andrew? Because my response would have been, "We don't even yeah, wait for the parking lot. Now. Let's go right now." Yeah, let's go right <laughs> it's now. like we're, we're here now. Let's do the it now. St- the steward had uh, Gary covered. Let's put it. There. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Richmond, could... handle your fucking people. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um. We. Uh. After After Stephen scored, you could hear a pin drop in that stadium. Yeah. Um, outside of us, we were we were hooting, hollering. Oh, we heard you on the broadcast almost oh, yeah. the entire game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I think they had you guys mic'd up and not the Red Army. God bless. God, yeah, God. the one thing they got right. <laughs> one thing Vista did right. Yeah. Well, hey. hey, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, if, if Vista realizes the league isn't gonna gonna do it, you know, someone's got to. So That's right. We, uh, yeah, we were, you know, we weren't doing the whole game because you know it's an away game and it's hard, and we were we were throwing out some we threw out some new chants out there. Good. Um, you know, shout outs to Jake for a great Jake Payne new, leading the chants. A great new one. Uh, forward is massive. The Hennessy is ours. Forward is massive. The Hennessy is ours. That's a great chant. The Hennessy is ours. I love it that. Is great. Jake's oh. one of my favorite soccer people, and just general people. In he's a great dude. You know, yeah. He's a great dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great dude. He's one of my favorites. First, first or second time I'd met him. 
Yeah. Great dude. Amazing yeah. dude. Amazing uh, dude. And then post game, we went back to the tailgate spot, and all the Richmond fans were so, oh. so quiet. Very demure. They were. <laughs> man. That's thought, what happens thought, when thought, you lose. Thought, We'd have been the same way. Hey, you know, they, oh, yeah, they, they, they talked shit thing. for a week and a half. I mean, yeah. so. Dude, yeah, I, thought, I thought some of them were going to start crying. It was, it was sad. So <laughs> so me, 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 Kyle, and Zach were just like, all right, well, we're going to go wait for the boys at the bus. And yeah. they took forever. These guys legitimately. Well, they were enjoying themselves. Legit, like, after, after the game, like, they all came over and stuff, and. Kyle gave the Kyle gave the trophy to Mitch and said, "Go celebrate with this," and they were in there for God, forty-five minutes at yeah. least, partying. And they came out finally. Yeah. And Mitch does not have the trophy with him, and Kyle's like, "Where's the trophy?" And Mitch is like, "Oh shit!" Runs back in to go get the trophy. Left the trophy in the locker. Left the little trophy in the locker room. <laughs> Was that kind of uh, night? Was that kind of night? That kind of night. Yeah, uh, they good. had. They had. Uh, Kyle had one of those like mini bottles of Hennessy, and yeah. he drank half of it, and the other half he he uh, he gave it to Cheney, and Cheney threw it back. Threw it back. Yeah. You know, all the everyone was everyone was flying high after that game. It great was mood. it was great. Yeah. That's good. You gotta love it, and not not to be the the guy that brings us back to uh, back to Earth, but we still got two more games this season. Only one goal up. On the kickers, it is right. a best of three. Yeah, uh, it's well. I don't think goal differential matters. It's it's, it's just, a tiebreaker. I yeah. thought the tiebreaker was it goes back to they whoever had I mean, it. it does. Honestly, they need to revise these rules. But I I'll don't think it. any. It's simple. I mean, it's wins. Let's it's, let's it's not worry. Wins. Let's not worry about it. And let's just win the next one, just like we did last yeah, year. Yeah, just win the first let's two. Do it's don't over. don't it's worry over. about it. We had some good news though. Uh, well, hang on one second. Hang on one second. I would like to shout out Featherstone Flamingos for actually making this very much so about yeah. uh, the reason for the season, as it were, around this game. Uh, and being that the game fell just two days before Juneteenth, in uh, shooting videos along the way of people in Chicago, uh, they, they did a whole historical tour. Yep in and around Richmond, drawing attention to black history and making sure that they called attention to the fact that this game and, and the Derby itself was specifically for black supporters. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we really can't do too, like, do too much, right, in this regard to call that attention to that. It can very, very quickly spin out as this thing that is co-opted by the whites as it were whites uh, and as much as the league would like to claim this thing as their own their fucking own commentator fumbled the bag this time yeah uh by the way hennessy is delicious it it's is amazing. not something for the losing team to enjoy because no. it is terrible no, to taste hennessy is delicious yeah Absolutely delicious, uh, but better than the Malort I threw back at the oh, pregame party. Oh, it's so party. bad! It I, is- I took two shots, gargled them both, and I was watching. I was watching the like there were like rich. There was a couple of Richmond supporters who who took like a tiny taste of Malort, and they were just like oh, and like running and like like throw like throwing water in their mouths. I'm just like, it's the worst shit ever. I yeah, mean, so I don't great. I don't blame them, I've but. Had- like, I've had worse, but it is very bad. Yeah. But, but anyway, you were gonna say about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we had some 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 we did some really positive news, and yeah. that is that Jaden Onan's back. Yeah, Jaden is back. 
I mean, Jaden is back. And we had a funny moment, uh, of course, in the broadcast. Where oh, fucking amazing. They're, they're, they're listing the... Shout out to Evan Warwick. Shout out to Evan Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they put up the graphic on the broadcast of the players that are out. Injured. Out injured. Injured or, or, or whatever. Jaden is listed as out. And on the bench. They're, they're putting this, this, this graphic up. As he's in the team huddle, I'm <laughs> stud the starting eleven. So he wasn't supposed to start. I don't know yeah. if you guys know he this. He wasn't supposed to start because Morrow was supposed to start. Right. And Morrow, um, he picked up a little thing right, uh, right before the match, and we talked to him. He's good. Yeah. So um, he just, should be he should be ready to go. Just a precaution. Yeah. Just right. a precaution. especially especially after everything that happened with uh, with the Chattanooga game. You know, with him yeah, having the hospital. Yeah. Yep. Um, but he he should be uh, theoretically good to go for for Thursday. Brilliant. That's the hope. Awesome. Brilliant. I love that guy. So do I. I One mean, of my favorites in this team. Yep. And Morrow's been. Do you see the engagement he has with the community? Oh yeah, hundred percent. And just he's been everything that like Matt and this crew have said about getting guys that just why are you here? He's a pro. Morrow one hundred percent understands why he's here. And what what his role is, yep. and that and the respect level that I have for him for that is immense. And on top of that, yeah, he's a great dude. Yeah, he's, he's a great just a guy. Great, just a great dude. He and so. I were chatting a little bit on Sunday, talking about. Um, he posted a picture. The, the the league actually posted a picture of him with his dad, Luigi. Yeah, who, spitting image. Oh my god! I told him that. I'm like, well, now I know who you look like. He goes, thank you. He's like, I'm blessed. He goes. Luigi was blessed too. Yeah, and I was just like, and I was just like, I sent him a message. That's, and not, I was that's, just that's, like, that's pretty dope. You know, yeah. I'm like, that's that's pretty dope. You know, I, I sent him a message and I said, you know, t- today and my dad's birthday are the days that I think about my dad the most, and I'm sure it was the same for him. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Morrow, you know, tragically lost both of his parents. When they were very young. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. So, I uh, love the fact that it, that he and his sister are just forging this sort of new familial path for themselves, and and what a way to go about it! Uh, winning, winning, winning hearts in Madison, Wisconsin, for the shifts he's putting in. We gotta, we gotta get his sister to a game somehow. We gotta get him and his sister on a podcast episode. I mean, because like his sister's been like <coughs> anything we post, she's just like. She is uh, her brother's biggest fan, which is just it. like the I best. I love it. I just love the best. It. I love it. Uh, so Jaden is back. Had multiple near assists in this game. Played well. I think five or six yeah, near well. assists in this he game. Played really well. Uh, let's talk a little bit too about the defense. They're oh unflappable oh in this game. God, Unreal. Wait, so to start, like, was this? Was this the best defensive game? I don't know if it was the best, but it was very up there. I, I think in terms of just like keeping a a, four, a MVP because, candidate because there's 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 levels to this because you could sure. say the best defensive effort could be you know keeping them to an extremely extremely low expected goals you know keeping sure. them out of the box not giving them any chances. Terzaghi was a non-factor. Terzaghi was a non-factor. Oh, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, let let Mitch finish his point first. Yeah. But the other the the other piece of it is is when they do get chances you snuff them out as easily like as cleanly as possible. Yeah. And 
I've never seen a team so consistently outside of that game, any team I've ever seen, hit slide tackles and hit the ball every single time and Just as clean perfectly as they time them, yeah. Timmy Mel did it. Mitch Osmond did it. Um, someone else. There was someone else who, like, I think it was... I think it was Cheney. It was yeah, Cheney hit a slide tackle too yeah. in that game. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Like Nazim might have like like everyone was just on point all game long. Like you know, and the chances that that Richmond got, they got some good chances. They were doing better than us in expected goals, but man, defense stood on their heads when they had to. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that a bit. Uh, I want to call out specifically, because we're going to talk with the the wingbacks a little bit later in our interview, but Mitch and Timmy and Barron had some pretty great games. Oh, man. Let's, okay, just just talk about the numbers here for a second. They held multi-year MVP Emiliano Terzaghi to a 5.9 rating out of 10 on FOTMOB. 22 touches all game. That was the lowest for anyone that that played 90 minutes in this game. I legitimately didn't notice Terzaghi out there. No. I didn't. He was anonymous. We noticed his stupid tattoo that he has. Yeah, fucking 32 on his arm. In, In the shape of like... The numbers that like USL has. Oh yeah, that's the worst fucking font to get that shit done in. Incorrect. Incorrect. MLS Next Pro font. Yeah, fair. Okay. <laughs> it's really bad. It's so Tozagi so though, anonymous in this game, which yeah. is like that. Yeah. That is uh, honestly one of the biggest compliments that we can give to any defense in the league. I mean, because let's be honest. I mean, if you're talking about the stars in this league, and you li- you list the top. Five stars in this league. Terzaghi is he's easy. arguably the best player in league history. If you ignore, yeah. if you yeah. if you just look at what he's done in the league, I you know yeah, it, it's kind of hard to argue he's otherwise got, unless you're talking two, two golden boots, I, three. He got three ahead Shit, of this yeah. game. Ahead of this game too, they were talking up how if he scored in this game, Maybe he would two. be the. I think the. There's some kind of accolade that he would get if yeah, he scored yeah. in this they were, game. They were mentioning that. We, we weren't paying attention. Yeah, we, okay, fuck. He didn't get it done anyway, so he did yeah. shit. Because Mary was feeding I, his drinks. That's I, think, that's I, right. I think I was. I think I was. I think he has. I think it, he has two golden boots, but he has three MVPs. Yes, yes that's correct. Yep. That is correct. Yes. So Baron had five saves and five recoveries in this game. He he looked great too. Uh, Mitch Osman had four clearances, eight recoveries, and nine passes into the final third for a center half. That is absurd. Mitch played incredibly, man. Like both, like all three of those guys, Timmy, Mitch, and Barron. Yeah, but let's played. let's talk let's about talk, Timmy for a second. Oh, I mean. He had a standout game. He had two blocks, nine clearances, five recoveries, and three tackles. The most of any player in the game. Also tallied six passes into the final third. This is a reclamation game after a couple of stinkers, uh, at least before the North Carolina game. Uh, you know, he didn't he didn't play well in a couple of games leading up to that. Um, but I think Timmy Mel had one of his best appearances in a forward Madison shirt, especially playing away. Yeah, absolutely. What what was your take on him in the grounds? Because Obviously, the camera was not on him in the entire time. His positioning was immaculate. 
he he was where he needed to be all the time, you know. And if he if there was a chance someone was going to beat him, he just snuffed it out. And there was there was one or two times where I noticed him like going on an adventure, kind of like walking up with the ball. And, you know, that's that that six passes as you said into the final third. Yeah, um, that doesn't surprise me because. Yeah. They just kind of let him do what he wanted to, and that's dangerous because <laughs> Timmy's really good. T- yeah. Timmy, Timmy, and Timmy and Jake, those two guys can put the ball wherever they want to, pretty yeah. much. Um, you know, and if you give them space to do that, they're gonna do damage. You're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, they're gonna do damage. Uh, on the other side of things, on the flip side, um, some sort of players with a more quiet night, maybe an off night. Aiden Macias had a tough game, just 35 touches overall, 30 attempted passes. Uh, for a, uh, you know, I mean, he played 72 minutes, was subbed off for his, for Kristen Cheney, who then put in a pretty decent defensive Chaney, shift. Yeah, overall. Cheney put in a good shift, and he got the assist on Stephen Payne's goal. Uh, Nazim did. Nazim did. Cheney did. Oh, that's right. Cheney that's did right. get the assist on Jake Curl's goal. They did update. Uh, they did update the. Um, You're talking about the N- NCFC game. Yes. Yeah. So no. Yes, the NCFC yeah. game. He did get credited with that assist. I saw this. However, morning. so like, like what you're saying though about Cheney, it was Cheney who chested the ball down on a long ball from Mitch. He chested the ball down directly to Nazim. Yeah. It was a great chest down. I mean, it was right in, in Nazim's path. And, and, and Nazim just hit a great ball in Steven. And, like, we'll ask Steven, you know, when we see him, whether he thought it was going in or not. I think that he probably think, he probably just put his foot on it. But, you know, from, from our end, that goal came out of nowhere. Like, truly, we, we were just like, oh, my God, the ball's in the net. Like, did, did he did he hit upper ninety with that? Are we talking about yeah. Steven's goal? Yeah, yeah. In was, Richmond? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was upper ninety. It wasn't like there wasn't like a ton of power behind it, but like finesse. you know what, it get was, the job done, right? It was finesse though. Just get the job because done. That I mean, the ball from the ball from Nazim was was crazy good, and it was all about placement. And, at that Ste- point. and yeah. Steven Steven just hit it perfectly. He didn't have to hit it hard. No, he didn't. He didn't have to hit it hard. He, he did just, have two shots on frame this game. The first one was saved. Yeah. I mean, this is. I mean, this is now two ga- two games and two goals yep. for Steven. This is so. doubling his career tally <laughs> at this club. Yeah, I, th- I think. I think at this point he now has as many goals, maybe just one less, um, as uh, as Jiro did, doing that kind of same sort of role. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, you know how much we all love Jiro. Yeah, Jero's a fantastic player and everything like that. But fantastic Stephen human is, too. Yeah, yeah. He's, no, he's, he's not Stephen Payne though. That's what I would say. I uh, I hope Jero's not listening to this podcast. Oh, Jero, one hundred percent is not listening right now. <laughs> no, Jero's probably balling out in some fucking cage in like Brooklyn. Yeah. If 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 we are lucky, we will see Jero playing for this Brooklyn USL one team when they come into prominence. That'd be great. And I'd love that. Years. I would love that. That'd be great. Yeah. Just as long as he's not, you know, destroying us. He's just scoring three goals a game against us. So. Yeah, right? Yeah. Francis also had a bit of a quiet night. Nine total attempted passes and just 17 touches overall. Um, still waiting on that guy to really have a standout performance. He, he did great against North Carolina. He did. He did. And I think that what we're seeing is this is, 
this is what happens when you don't play football for about a year and a half. Yeah. And or at least competitive high, at high this level. level. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, Francis is still chinking off the rust. Um, you see moments where he's really good. And then you see the moments where you're like, yeah, he's really rusty. Yeah. yeah. Like, I even noticed in the NCFC game, like, he was getting outrun to balls. And it's just like, you know, that's that's going to be a thing. You and know what, you know what, guys? It's a very long season. Yep. Yeah. And historically, June, as busy as it has been every season so far in USL 1, July and after is really where it's those playoffs... Move those playoff teams are made. Yeah, and that's been our bugaboo. It's it's July. And if we can have some of these guys, including Francis, come into prominence, so to speak, uh, in July and onwards, you know, we'll be all the better for it. Yeah, it's going to be, these next few games are going to be the real crux of it with, uh, we've got Lexington Thursday, uh, Tormenta Wednesday, and Greenville Saturday. And those three games again, a little bit, a little bit of schedule congestion, and are the guys going to be able to uh, to get through that? You know, not necessarily even winning those games, but getting through, getting through with with points, and getting through unscathed, and getting through in a healthy, you know, where they can still play the rest of the season out and not right. not and die, that, not die going through July. And that's, and that's something that I think that I would, you know. That we'll ask these guys when they come in. Yep. Is what's the mentality been like, and how how are you guys preparing for these matches, knowing that you have? It's a rough run of games coming exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and so we'll ask these guys when they come in, like, what's the mentality been like? Yep. So, so with that, uh, let's chat with Jake Krull and Stephen Payne. They're here waiting for us. Let's do it. But the past couple of games. All right. We'll see you on the other side. All right, welcome to our guests. We've got Jake Kroll and uh, just turned 26, so now you know, he can rent a car and pay for cheaper insurance. <laughs> right. Stephen Payne, how nice. are you guys? Doing good, doing, doing good. Well. The wingers. Yeah, Wingback University. Wingback yeah. University. Uh, thanks for being here tonight, guys. Uh, it's been a busy month for you guys. Um, how, how are the bodies holding up overall? Uh, yeah, definitely a, a little bit tired, but we're... We're gonna try and keep it pushing at least until after Thursday. We just keep going strong, and then after that, then we can say we're tired. But you know, we just gotta push through. Yeah. Uh, this last game, give it a, a full 90, full performance, and and yeah. This guy takes nice bath every day, so he's fine. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a secret, man. God, too. That's a secret. I'm, I'm a, a, a some salt bath too. Yeah, I'm an, I'm, an, I'm an ice bath guy every day too. Let's so. go. Yeah. There you go. Um, so Stephen, gotta start out with you. Obviously, two goals in two games. I gotta ask, you have a bet going with Kristen Cheney? <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know, as if I catch him, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. <laughs> nah, but uh, uh, it's been fortunate, you know. And just when things are going well, you just, uh, just hopefully the the run keeps going. And yeah, fortunate to be in good positions and teammates setting me up. So you just got to keep it rolling. Uh, Andrew kind of alluded to this with like uh, the string of games you guys have been playing and how many. It's been tough. You know, it's always tough in the body to kind of recover and have to lift yourself up. What's been the mentality in the locker room, like during this stretch, like going into it, you know, where you guys were preparing, knowing that you were going into this? Uh, I mean, 
just I think the the main topic has been to be like mentality monsters whether we go on the road um, you know it's not gonna be easy we just have to fight and just like just having to go through like adversity uh, is one of like been one of the main topics in the locker room just things aren't gonna go our way things are gonna be hard but it's the way that you react and yeah. we have to just you know fight against it and like all teams are doing the same thing so right. we have to be able to battle through that you know yeah going off of that uh, we've been hit with adversity already this season and I think the teams re responded so well I was talking to Mitch today about um, this past week in, in Richmond I just feel like the mentality was win at all costs yeah. and yeah um, if we have that mentality for the rest of the season, uh, we're going to do well. Yeah. M Mitch actually brought this up when we had him on last week, that after the loss in Chattanooga, he was really impressed with the bus. Mm. But afterwards, like, guys weren't getting on each other or anything. It was guys talking openly with each other, trying to figure out, like, this is what we can do better. And it's like, he's like, it was positive. He's like, it was really positive. He's like, and you, you'd think, like, after something like that, it'd be heads hanging and, you know, what, where the fuck were you? Know? And just, yeah. Instead, it was the opposite. And so, did you guys see that as well and kind of know, like, that's the mentality we need for these next two games? Yeah, we definitely, we rallied together for sure. And then we just knew that we had to win the next one, we had to win the next one. And, yeah, I think the whole group just knew that um, if we, you know, started, you know, going against each other and started, you know, you know pointing fingers, that it just, it just leads to nothing. So we just had to band together and, you know, and fight against that. So it right. paid off. Yeah. I think I think our team does that really well yeah. of like trying to figure out how to solve problems yeah. after the fact. Yeah. Uh, like what to do next time. I know with our back line is a lot of communication 100%. even after training sessions yeah. of like you know what what do we need to do better? 100%, yeah. So I think that that's what we saw after Chattanooga was like you know how could we be better next time? Yeah. Yeah, so Jake, you scored your first club goal in that resounding win over North Carolina. Yeah then league leaders uh i think they're still at the top of the table yeah mm -hmm. we gotta take those we gotta take them down mm -hmm. um what so what did that goal mean to you and is there more where that came from of course there's more where, <laughs> there that, came more where that came from of course uh, you've been close a bunch of times this yes. year we were just waiting for you yeah, to get this one there's a couple <laughs> that we don't want to bring up again uh, no but it was um to do it in front of a packed crowd um yeah it was a special moment against the um, top team in the table at the, at the moment, um, and then it was just I just wanted to celebrate with the with the team so and with the fans so yeah it was really good. Um, took too long to get my first one though. <laughs> Steven, what would you grade Jacob's celebration on that goal? That was sick. No, I, I read it. I read it. I, I mean, was a little yeah. A little I, I was a finger. big fan of yeah, like the twirly bird. I love that. Did, did, had you planned that or was that just no in the that, moment yeah, yeah in the moment yeah. that's nice we don't get up there often so it's kind of just like yeah. whatever happens with just reaction it just happens it just you had a good birthday out. reaction on yours this a weekend bit, too a little so bit we'll get to that yeah we'll get to that one yeah um i don't know if you noticed this but like you know for all the people down in the flock and i was standing right behind the goal when you scored mm. or right be right behind baron and the second like he saw you running towards the sidelines towards like Nazim and neil he took off running too yeah <laughs> and like it's been a while since i've seen like the entire team maybe since 2019 well it happened earlier this they season did it, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean with this given squad no no they did yeah, it's earlier a this year thing they did it this year when uh on the penalty one i literally oh, just yeah. said this squad yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, are you gonna expect Ryan Coulter to just go sprinting 
down no, half I the mean, field. If he breaks a sweat, he's going to mess his hair up. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, nothing can. You can't and let Brian, anything ruin that perfect and, jawline or anything. And, right. And yeah. Brian was. Yeah. No. Running just running and Brian didn't seem like that was a thing. Same. <laughs> same with Dane. Parker yeah. was checking his NFT values. Yeah. Uh, well, he only played one game, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, Stephen, you mentioned after the North Carolina game that you were frothing at the mouth mm-hmm. for a chance to play against your old club. Yeah. But then you scored against them and didn't celebrate. Yeah. Uh, was that a conflicting moment for you? Yeah, 100%. I mean, you always have something to prove, no matter yeah. what, when you play against your old team. Um, no matter whether it was a good relationship or not. Uh, there's just always like something that you you have something to prove, like a chip on your shoulder. So I definitely had something going into that game, and yeah, fortunate enough to you know to get one in that game and felt good, felt really good. Didn't celebrate though, you know, just trying to be respectful. But you know, I was on the inside. I was I was buzzing. I was buzzing on the inside for sure. Very much a saddest backflip uh, moment. Yeah. yeah. For for those who uh, <laughs> for those who don't know, uh, this very famous uh, headline. Uh, um, Hernanes uh, of Inter Milan, uh, he scored against his old club Lazio twice, uh, and he did his signature backflip after both goals. And after the game, he uh, he he said it was the saddest backflip of his career. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are happy backflips and sad backflips. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, so what was it like going to play in Richmond and play against them? Um, was it like obviously people around the club still remember you? Yeah. Uh, what's that like? I guess like have have you guys ever gone again like gone to play against your old club before? You wanna? I mean, Jake. Let Jake me tell you the opposite side of the story in terms yeah. of scoring against your old club and sure. celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> now we uh, it, it, when I played for Tucson last year, played it in Omaha, scored, uh-huh. knee, knee slid yeah. as a celebration. Oh, yeah. But then it kicked me in the butt and we lost 2-1. Yeah. Um, was that at Omaha too? Yeah, it was at Omaha. Ooh, yes. You should have done a... You should have done like a... Sensational. Like a, you like a, you done like Sensational. A, like a head, you should have done a head first slide into home plate. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a far run. Jake, as you know, I, I love you. I love you before you came in. I love you even more now to know that you did that at oh, Omaha yeah. in front of their fans. That's just... Yeah. As our man says, sensational. Something about scoring against Omaha, man, is just, it's, it's a good feeling. It's fun, feeling. isn't it? Oh, my days. I love that. No, it's different. It's different for sure. Yeah. What was it like, though, like going to play at Omaha? Did like people remember you? I mean, obviously, you were there. Like The, the championship year, team, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, they were they nice to you? Were they accommodating? Were they not like, oh, you're playing for now, huh? Yeah. Um, f- first time back after leaving, it was a lot of nostalgia. Uh, yeah. A lot of people friendly, welcoming me back. Um, it was great. Um, overall, good experience. And then this past year was a little different mm-hmm. since uh, they didn't like that I celebrated. <laughs> and got some stick for it. So I think it's because you're also wearing pink and blue. Too, <laughs> and so right. You're like, how could I go to the flamingos? Yeah. yeah. Well, we know why. Yeah, it's, yeah, but as Dave Chappelle says, "Fuck them." That's why. <laughs> Fuck them. That's why. <laughs> uh, all right, boys. So you get your first Henny Derby matchup this yeah. weekend, um, and it's done and dusted, and it's in our favor. Yeah, you know. Um, you had an opportunity to celebrate 
after the game and uh, do all that kind of stuff. What does a, a win like this, what does it do for the squad? What do they for the level of the squad and with the confidence of this team to get a, a win in a derby match like this? Yeah, I think winning in the Henny Derby is huge because it's, it's another trophy. Like, at the end of the day, no matter how big or how small, it's a trophy. And you, you had know, some like, history with yeah. with this as well. Yeah. So you knew a little bit uh-huh. what this was all about and everything yeah. and going into it. I so lost yeah. it last year, so now I'm on the, I'm on the good side. <laughs> <laughs> I want that back. That's the real reason why you signed yeah, yeah, yeah. it. was yeah. just, you know, I'm going to go to the winning uh, Henny Derby. Yogi's yeah. yeah. going to love hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> now, now he's on the good yeah. side. Yeah. on the good side. We still have two more games to That was a great trash shot of you and Yogi oh, at the yeah, other game. Yeah, yeah. You see that? He sent me, he sent me, yeah, <laughs> we were dying at that. Yeah. We were just they like, were. we made up like a whole dialogue that you were, yeah. te- that you were telling him. Uh-huh. It was great. <laughs> before, before the, ma- before the match, like it. all the Richmond fans were just like in like real high spirits and everything. After the match, oh my God, you could hear a pin drop mm-hmm. after, like down that, at the, down where we were tailgating. Like that was, everyone was so quiet. That was a question I was going to ask is that it sounded like on the broadcast, which was, that's a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, it just, yeah. Hopefully you guys watch it back with the sound off or something. You probably get, like, a, you know, Cheney unadulterated... Watched Cheney uh, watched it with the sound on, apparently. Mm, Poor uh, guy. Oh, man. But anyways. It's bad. It's oh. the sound, like, the, the crowd was, was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, you know, it was it's, it's, it's usually pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good there. How quiet did it get? Yeah. Like when you you put that in, was it just like complete? Like because it was what like seventy eighth minute. At yeah. That point? Yeah. Seventy eighth. Yeah. 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 I, so. feel, I feel like when I watched it, I was like, oh, are they che- are they cheering? Yeah. And then they saw <laughs> Ste- they're like, oh, Steven scored. Wait. Oh. <laughs> He's on the other team yeah. now. Yeah. Boo. Speaking from where we were at, it was really hard. It was really hard to even hear the other side of the stadium. Like I'm yeah. sure the Red Army was loud. Yeah. We couldn't hear them outside yeah. of their drums a little bit. Yeah. Um, and part I, of that is, is just the way the stadium is right. structured. Yeah. The sound just goes straight up. The, the sound, yeah. the sound yeah. does yeah. go straight up, but there's also no fans on the opposite side of the stadium. Just because... Because right. contem- it's because con- they can, condemned? They can, <laughs> they can put 6,000 people on one side of the stadium. Yeah. Like, yeah. At that point, like, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I get it. But it was it was hard to tell. Like it sounded loud. It sounded loud when when we scored to us. So yeah, because yeah. we were being loud, but no, yeah, very obnoxious. Well, it was a good atmosphere for sure. Yeah, and went a little quiet. Yeah, once the goal went in, but certainly shut up the uh, yeah. the like fifteen to twenty kids sitting in the section yeah. next to us. <laughs> I will say, do you guys ever read like the sort of pre-match press around any of the games you play in? I do. I'm I, I'm I'm not ashamed to admit it. I read all this stuff. It's all feel, the, right? Yeah, all the stuff, all the the rankings that I put they put us in in the beginning of the year. And I've always been telling you. You remember I say in the locker room, I say keep the receipts. I say because yeah, I'm coming, yeah. keep the receipts. Are but, you, so are, are you like a Michael Jordan type, where it's like yeah, I like just kind of like manufacture that, and that that anger so yes. you can have an edge. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. before the game, that. like you know, like I can't, I couldn't see my like the old teammates like from Richmond last year. I couldn't talk to them. Like I need to make you the enemy yeah. so that I can play my best game against yeah. you. That's just like the way. Yeah. You got you got to know how you perform best. Yeah, yeah. exactly. If you can get yourself into that state. Yeah, need a little chip on your shoulder. Yeah. 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 What about you, Jake? Uh, probably not as much as you. Yeah. I know we have the the beginning of the season rankings in our locker room mm-hmm. as a reminder because we were ranked what tenth at the beginning. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's definitely. I remember exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a reminder. Um, I think uh, more so with like the old squad. So like going back and playing Omaha. Right. Um, definitely. 
similar things to what you said. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Like, the reason I bring that up is because um, every time the Henny Derby rolls around, uh, Richmond Press seems to care about the team again. Mm. Um, and almost every sort of, like, article that I read about it had said that Richmond was going to win 2 nothing. Or by two goals. Their their local press, at least. Yeah, the local press. The the national press was saying us, which is nice, I guess. (laughs) That doesn't usually happen. Right. So. But going into this game, like, it seemed, you know, even, like, soccer Twitter, which is its own separate cesspool. It's very performative. Yes, very performative. It's, yeah. uh, it's I don't even want to get into the protagonist article that was only about halfway true about all of its facts. <laughs> uh, better but, than well, the announcer. Yeah. Um, still, yes, still better than the announcer who mm-hmm. uh, announced multiple times that whoever lost the derby had to drink Hennessy. Fair, fair play to him, though, that he apologized. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Was that an apology? It wasn't an apology. He said he was bummed. Oh, you're sad because you pissed off two fan groups because you didn't do your job right? Mm -hmm. That's fair. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) He also could have said nothing. That's true. He he owned up to it. That is true. Um, So, I guess, like, maybe to piggyback a little bit on Grant's question, and, you know, you guys had the opportunity to celebrate after the game with the trophy. Yeah get a little taste of yeah. what that felt like, right? So, you can we know, forever. and, and Stephen, you mentioned it, like, last year's squad is the one that brought that here. Right. And, you know, what does a win like that in a derby match where you get to still hold on to that trophy because it's a best of three Yeah, yeah. every season? Which what means we got to let go. Yeah, so what, what does that do for the confidence and the morale for yeah. the team going into this next run of games? I mean, yeah, like, like I said before, like winning the trophy is huge. I think after the other games with, with Chattanooga and Fuego um, and then winning against North Carolina, we wanted to prove that we could win two games in a row and get on a streak. So I think that was uh, not the bigger focus because the Henny Derby is big, but uh, it was definitely a main focus to prove to ourselves that we weren't complacent with the win, that mm-hmm. we could get on a streak of games. Yeah. Um, and this is so the first time that's happened yeah. in a year for oh, us. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was that was huge for us to to prove that that we could you know win multiple games in a row, and now we just got to keep that streak going. So. Yeah, so I, I wanted to ask you too, Stephen, because I mentioned this to uh, Mitch Osmond and Baron when we talked with them last week that like um, we did uh, we talked a little bit about your goal, but when I talked with Rob, actually you're gonna be talking with mm. later tonight. Um, you know, we, we mentioned, like, this is... You've now scored four goals in your pro career. Yep. Two of them here. One at Richmond. And the other, while well, you're playing in Portugal. Portugal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Varzim? Yeah, I mean Varzim, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, how, how much confidence does that give you that, like, two goals, two games, but also now, like, getting on the score sheet, like, on a regular basis? Yeah. Like, how much does that fire you up for this next run of games? Yeah, I mean, it's, it feels good, obviously. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely four goals, you know. I mean, it shows that I, I'm not – it's not – it's rare, you know, for the you know the outside backs to, you know, be able to get forward and get in those positions. But now that they're, they're – you know, Matt gives me a lot more leeway and a lot more freedom to, 
to use my quality in the front and more than other teams have in the past. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's definitely showing and have Timmy behind me to cover me when I'm, you know, yeah. when I'm slow to get back. So that definitely helps a lot. Um, but yeah, it's, it's huge to just be able to, you know, contribute on the stat sheet for the team. So you just, you just mentioned it. Was that one of the reasons why you wanted to come here? Was that Matt told you that you were going to be playing more of a, a yeah. role where yeah. you were going to be moving, yeah. moving up? Yeah, he yeah. called me and he, he explained my role that, you know, he saw that I could do a lot more going forward. And yeah, that was huge. And then I saw, you know, Timmy was coming and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember him from last year. Yeah. And that's, that's going to help us a big time. He's so. a beast. Yeah, I love He's a beast. Big time. Great game 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 last year. He's been amazing since he started not tucking his shirt in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. That is a thing. Like people notice that, and they're like, yeah. "I don't know if you." The first time he got a red card, you know, we were at, we we're playing at home, and appreciate you. One of the fans we interviewed after the game was like, "I don't know if you noticed this, but there were 21 other guys out there who didn't have their shirt tucked in, and yeah. one who did, and he got sent off." <laughs> it's the shirt tucked in. No more shirts tucked in. Well, they're looking for that guy. Look, he's not Kieran Tierney. Let's put no. it that way. Andrew and I have a whole thing. We've no nonsense defenders. It's like you already know. Like if you, I played enough. Katie McCabe to know a it's good like example. Anytime I stepped on the field and saw that there was a dude with his shirt tucked in, I'm like, that dude, that dude's gonna attack. He's gonna slide tackle you later. Like he's gonna get you later. Like yeah. you just know, yeah. right? Like yeah. Would you, like would you agree? Yeah. Like anytime that you step on the field and see a dude with his shirt tucked and you're like, uh, dude's all business. It's a double it's, whammy if yeah, they're wearing yeah. all black boots. Too. Yeah, if you got all black boots yeah. on. Timmy. Yeah, yeah. Who, again. Timmy no not Timmy Mail. It's just me, man. It's just like, oh my goodness. And we love Timmy so much. We gotta so. have him on here. I've just I mean, been oh, man, be honest, awesome. honestly, like, what's, Tim, what's Timmy like in the locker room? We gotta get the whole back line on here. Yeah, sure. his personality is so interesting. Yeah. He's very monotone. Yeah. He's very like laid back. Yeah. But he'll drop some, you know, some statements sometimes uh -huh. that are just hilarious. Okay, so I was gonna say, my dad is kinda like that. And so my dad has this dry sense of humor, so where it's like when he drops it in there, you're just like, Oh my god, that's the funniest shit I've heard <laughs> yeah. like, in a yeah. long time. Exactly. You know? He'll yeah. he'll say like, something. He picks his moments, right? Yeah, he'll yeah. say yeah. something with no facial emotion yeah. or anything. And you don't know if he's serious yeah. or if he's exactly. kidding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know if he's joking or if he's dead serious. So it's yeah. just like, oh what a guy. I like I like that. I I used to do that and it got really bad to the point where I was just like, <laughs> I have to start like doing something changing, else. Changing because, your voice a little bit. Because because I would I would just say stuff like completely just just like oh yeah like and it was just like completely like why would you believe this why would why would you believe i said this but people believe people believe you if you just say something completely straight faced yeah yep. it's true yeah it's true it's true that's very true it's true so grant mentioned a little bit and steven of like um you being brought in to play more of an attacking role playing but you've obviously done both of you have done really well on both sides of the ball um as a lot of the team has too, right? Yeah. Like people comment on the, on that all the time, They're like how everybody attacks, everybody, everybody defends. defends. Yep. Yeah, it, total team football. It's that yep. that yep. total football like mentality is that part of the Matt and the other coaches like discussions on a regular basis? Yeah, all the time. Like, yeah, he says it all the time. Everyone attacks. Everyone defends. Everyone does everything. Everybody does everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for this game in particular, it seemed like <clears throat> there was a lot more of a focus on that attacking role than a defensive one. Sharing between you, 
um, 13 passes into the attacking third, mm-hmm. like very evenly. One of you had six, one of you had seven. Yeah. Um, so is that the plan in going into specific matches, or is it kind of like in general, when you start yeah. getting that feel of like, oh, this is how this game is going to go, this yeah. is how we're going to play this game? Like, is that kind of like, is it the plan going in, or is it kind of like you, you see it and you adapt? I don't. T- I wouldn't say it's the plan. I just think that some games that he's going to get more forward than I am, and then other games I'm going to get more forward, and it's just like having that balance. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, if he's going forward, I got to tuck in and, and cover a little bit more defensively and see he's doing well, and then vice versa. So, I mean, it's kind of more. I would say just like on the fly. I think mm-hmm. we both know that we have the ability to do it. So it's then yeah. it's just like balancing each other out yeah. on the defensive side also. Yeah, you know? kind of go like depends who we're going up against. Yeah, you know. Who are their wingers? Yeah, all that stuff. Is it is it something too where you guys have to have the communication that if one of you makes the run up, the other one has to stay back? Yeah, because it's like if both of you go up, then that means that we just got Mitch and yeah. <laughs> Mitch and Timmy just yeah. back there holding down the fort, and I which they them. do well. Yeah, I back them too. Mm-hmm. If we're both up, if we're both up, both up high, they can they can handle it. But yeah, we we definitely one of us got to tuck in. Yeah. yeah, the coaches do a good job of of yelling at us if we if we get too excited. But yeah. <laughs> For sure. How do you guys manage that during games? Yeah, Is it exactly. just like a you notice kind of thing? Do you have any cool hand signals? Mm-mm. Is it like an auditory thing? Like Jake, Jake's like Stephen, go forward, caca. <laughs> you know, or or is it just Neil? Or is it just Neil yelling at you? Get the fuck back! Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Like, yeah. I think it's a little bit. Of, I think it's more just instinct. Uh, yeah, you kind of just can just feel when you. When you have a little space, you feel like room or confidence to just go forward hmm. when you need to come back. And was that something that was there from the beginning, or has that developed more as you guys have started to play with each other and learn each other a little bit more? Because one of the things, and then the reason why I ask this is that one of the things that Mitch has really talked about is that we're still a new team, we're still getting yeah. to learn each other, we're still getting to grow with each other. Yeah. And so, has that been something that has been growing as the year has been going on, or is that something that was there right away? Gen- general knowledge of it, yeah, yeah. it was there, but yeah. like we've grown understanding each other as yeah. players for sure. Yeah, grown we've grown a lot, a lot. Yeah. since preseason. Definitely, we've grown a lot. Yeah, yeah. So last time that we talked was April twenty eighth, end of April. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about how you guys were settling into town, what kind of stuff you were getting up to, places that you were visiting. Um, I saw you hitting up the union that one day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys got nice to place, right? More? Yes. You go there every yeah. Wednesday, yeah? So if me and some of the boys go Wednesday up to the tradition. terrace, yeah, the Wednesday. Can't go this Wednesday, you know, because got a game on Thursday. But, right. um, yeah, just been getting out. Just no doing game this stuff. weekend. No game this weekend, so we can do a little bit of stuff this weekend, you know. And, what uh, Outside of the Union Terrace, so, like, people, explain what the Union Terrace is. We all know what it is, yeah. but, like, for people that aren't from here, like, how would you describe it? I mean... I just describe it as this place where you can, you know, look out on the river. You have the car- the concerts. You got brats, uh, some beers, and just just having a good time, just chilling, playing cards, a talking. Qu- and a quintessential great Wisconsin bar in the lake. Yes, yeah. hmm. it is. It's a bar in the lake. It is, and it's also right at the student bar in the union. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I spent a, spend a, a lot of time there, and it's huge. There's a ton of people. I spent a lot of time. Yeah. There. This year they have this new thing where they have, so they have this pavilion there, mm-hmm. right? Right. It's like a big gazebo looking thing, right? Yeah. They're doing uh, concert nights specifically that are, they 
in the they actually play out to the lake. Oh yeah. So right. people can pull boats up yeah. or That's whatever. Do you, do you know who one of the I've seen a bunch of bands there. Yeah. Including like Golf Clap. I've seen oh. like I saw Golf Clap when they were still together. It was great. The best act I've seen there, Nick Nice. Oh, 100%. Nick Nice. He He's a DJ. He's a DJ, big fan of Ford Madison Comes to Games. Awesome. For a friend of mine, um Dude is like he just put on a set. He's that was a just, huge Ford Madison fan too. Yeah. You ever get a chance to go see him spin? It's gonna be a great set. Every and time. Little and ba- little background on Nick too. Like he used to, he was the house <laughs> DJ. Um, the main act was David Guetta. Oh, sorry. And he was the he was the guy that opened for him every night. Yeah. Dang, that's it. So Nick is. He's legit. He's yeah. legit, yeah. and he he's been doing it like for. You know what the coolest thing about Nick is is that he will not turn down a gig. No. Like, he legit plays at the Monona pool. Yeah. Like, while people are, like, <laughs> yeah. swimming and yeah. playing pickleball he does, and shit. Like, he, does, uh, he does Kid Disco. Yeah. He used to, at, at Hilda, the Hilda, one of the malls, they do this thing called Kid Disco every Saturday. He would just go and just, like, play disco music for, like, kids and their parents, where the parents are having drinks or whatever, and the yeah. kids are, you know. What you know, time. Yeah. So, he's, like, he's the quintessential old-school DJ. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why I love him so much. So... One of the reasons why, not why we bring this up, but it dovetails nicely into my next question, which we were prompted to ask about by Evan, the club's PR director, <laughs> that yeah. Nick Nice plays, uh, does sets at the Monona Pool, but they have pickleball oh, there. Pickleball, yeah. And oh, we have heard... Jake, that you my are God. a he just dominant. Got really, he got really who, did we, who did we hear that from? Who did we hear that from? So, okay, I got, I, I, need I heard that from Summer Cut Trav. So here's the thing, right? So I'm. You heard that from Summer Cut Trav? Yes. Yeah. He, he messaged me. He messaged me like he, he ran in. He ran into you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> he ran into you and he immediately came back. He's like, "Guess what? Summer Cut Trav. I saw that pickleball today. Because he plays pickleball like twice a week." Summer Cup Trap? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So he was like, he was like, guess what for Madison player? I Man, saw it. I saw He's it. a gossipy bitch. I, I, had, <laughs> I, had no, I, I had no idea. He's like, dude, Jake Cole was there. I was yeah, like, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So yeah. But here's the thing, okay? Um, so I'm, I'm 44. I grew up in a, in a, I went to a tiny high school of like 250 people. And back then, this was something that we played in Phi Ed class. No way. Every fucking year, Dang. it was like the, it was like a thing. Like we and yeah. we had a tournament, we had all that kind. Of, it got intense, like we, you know, yeah. and like it was a thing. To me, it's like I'm still in awe that like this sport that like my my weird ass gym teacher Jerry Rising used to have us play, you know, is now become like a sport that is fucking sweeping the nation. Yes. <laughs> it's like. I'm like, how the hell? Oh, I think it's the fastest growing sport. I think it's legitimately Damn. the third most played sport so, in the U.S. Okay. at this point. What? The question I have to ask is, Jake, why do you love it so much? Like, I, what, like, like what about it? Like, I, like, what about this. I actually want to know this. Hang actually. on a second. Where did this love come from? I want to know this too. <laughs> I, I, as a uh, pickleball Luddite, have no idea what this sport entails. Mm. Jake. Uh, brief us on okay. the basics. So we're going to make this the Jake Crawl portion of the show. Uh, Jake, please give us what pickleball is and why you love it so much. Yeah. Um, you need a paddle. <laughs> so if you can imagine tennis, yeah. a tennis court, um, very similar setup. 
just smaller. So pickleball court is smaller. Um, you you use what would you even call the material that you use it's rackets like, with? It's, it's like a wood, like wood, plastic almost. Plastic plastic yeah, plastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like an oversized ping pong paddle yeah. without without the rubber. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. That's a good that's a good there description, go. Mitch. Yeah. And then you're using a basically a wiffle ball. It's a wiffle ball with holes in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and rules are are. A little Do they have indoor and outdoor pickleballs? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So in the Amazing. winter, yeah, you're going to indoor complexes, Amazing. and then mm-hmm. in the summer, hitting, hitting the outdoors. Um, I first time I played it was in high school, gym class. Hey, won, hey, won, won the tournament. Yeah, hey, hey, you, me, you and me both, <laughs> and me. Destiny. Hey, three champions of pickleball here. Here we go. Hey. Okay, good. Yeah, let's go. Hey, we won't even talk about floor hockey Same. tonight. That's a that's a story for another day. <laughs> that that was absolutely the sport that I waited all year for. <laughs> I, I grew up playing tennis for fun, just like as a hobby, and I think that's maybe one reason why I like it, because it's very similar to tennis. Yeah. And in terms of being a pro athlete and not being able to be on my feet a ton um, right. outside of training, it's perfect. Because yeah. when you're playing twos, it's not a ton of movement. It's more about reaction. It's a smaller core. Mm-hmm. Keeps everything yeah, sharp. When I, when, everything I played sharp. In, when I played in high school, I during the two weeks that we played it, I had shin splints. And we won the tournament because I just parked myself in front of the net, <laughs> and, my, and my buddy and my buddies back in the back. Your, just, your tall ass just hammered shit at the net. Like a fucking octopus out there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just, just, just like octopus. Oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah I, can, I can take up the front half of the net. It's fine. You get it over my head somehow. My my buddy Mark, he's, he's just got, flying got it. in the back. You got it. That's so, huge. so but, what are the rules for a pickleball? Like, what, like, what, what would make the what would make the rules different? In pickleball yeah. than tennis. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest is there's this um, at the front of the net. There's a uh, an area called the kitchen. Yeah. That you can't step into unless the ball lands in there. If you mm. step into there, it's violation. Lose the point. Yep. Yeah. yep. That's probably one of the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you're not serving overhand. It's yeah. underhand serve. Yeah. A gentleman's game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's not what Aiden says. Aiden says. <laughs> Not a gentleman's game when we play. So we've gotten a, a big group out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Steven's my partner. Yeah, yeah. And we just course. run the courts. Outside <laughs> so do, do you play like okay? When we played ball, it used to be like the winning team stayed out. Yep. Yeah. Is that just winner that's stay. A, yeah, winner stay. Winner stay. Like we had teams that were just like, oh, well, you can only win three games. If you win three in a row, then you have to go out. We're like, no, fuck you. It's nah. like well, we're staying the court. Stay. Nah. Yeah, and so is that how? It, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, Jake yeah. carries me for most of the time. You know, no. I'm still learning. You know, I'm getting out there. But well, this what you first time playing was what a month or Mo- two ago. Yeah, 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 a month this ago. This guy's a killer. Yeah, so, Stephen, what are your there. thoughts on pickleball? No, it's so how it happened the first time. This is funny. So, I sent a, a message into the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> you remember this? Because yeah. uh, I was trying to play mini golf. Oh yeah, I, I, invite I, tense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love playing mini Doesn't, golf. Isn't screening gonna work there? Yeah, so there's like <laughs> yes. yeah, there's a place there. It's like I think it's like twelve bucks a person, and I love mini golf. I played yeah, a bunch last God. year, and I was I sent a message I, into the group chat. I'm gonna pause go you for on, one second. On, on. One of the things we need to do, they have foot golf out there. Mm. That's what I heard. We need I heard to, about yeah. like we need to get yeah, a group. Need need to get, get, let's yeah, get a group together and go play some foot golf. I'm cool with that. I do not want to play mini golf invite tense. I hate no. Let's get a group together and play foot golf. Take me to the Dells. Go to Pirates Cove. I hate mini golf invite tense. It's so bad. It's, yeah. it's it's it is the worst. They have the indoor. The they have the indoor, indoor one, which sucks. Yeah. 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 Even, the, the, even the two outdoor ones aren't that great. Yeah. Nah, you, yeah. you got to have an outdoor yeah. with a little forecast, and then it's it's good. Right. Not too hot, but yeah. So I sent a message into the group chat, right? 
And I just say, yeah, I'm trying to play mini golf. Does anyone want to want to play? And there's no response. Literally crickets in the group chat. Which is ra- which is rare. Nobody. Yeah. And then maybe about like an hour and a half later, Jake sends like no, a Mara, message into. Mara, oh, Mara. was it you or Mara? It was Mara. Okay, it was Mara first. And then, yeah, he says, yeah, like, we should go play some pickleball. And then it's just like, bing, 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 everybody yeah. responding. And I'm just like, all right, well, guess nobody responding. I guess we're playing pickleball. Guess we're playing pickleball. So I was yeah. still, like, a little butthurt because oh, yeah. nobody wanted I, to play mini golf. I, 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 I go down there, and, yeah, it was the first time, and it was it was so much fun. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's definitely, and it's not too too tiring. So it's no. like a good, like, regen, like, after games mm-hmm. and stuff. And, yeah, it's, it's a hell of a time for sure. Yeah. So it's a point-based game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Basically, like tennis, except the rules are more complex, but the speed is slower. Yeah, it's a good description. You can only score off of your serve. Right. So if mm. you're not the team score, uh, yeah, serving volleyball that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's a little, sl- yeah, slower. You, you know what? I, you, you know what I always used to call it? Uh, indoor tennis. Because kind of like how like indoor soccer. Yeah. Mm. Like smaller, smaller condensed. Smaller condensed. A little yeah, bit more yeah. speed. A little bit more of like you know, it's the same shit. Like and that. so I used to say it's just like. They, it's like indoor soccer. It's the yeah. indoor version of tennis. Yeah. And so, but it's still fun. It's no, still it, is, it is. So. so we've heard the the spot happens to be the Union Terrace. Yep. If you're new to Madison or you're just settling in, go there, hang out. It's beautiful. Go say hi to the boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. The other recreational activities, uh, at least amongst the team, seems to be pickleball. Pickleball. Yeah. Excellent. Um. Bringing it back around to the, the footballing side of things, we didn't ask you guys last time if you guys had inspirational players mm-hmm. coming up. Like, who you modeled your game after, potentially? Uh, who still inspires you today? You want to go first? Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, as a kid, like, when I was really young, it was, like, Ronaldo and Messi, but... Yeah. I wasn't necessarily a yeah, you guys are that generation to yeah. be them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, once I got to college, it was De Bruyne. Uh, yeah. With I was, you know, assisted a lot, and I was watching him a lot. It was just like what he sees, the you know, the the his crosses and deliveries and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then as I kind of transitioned to a left back slash center back, um, David Alaba, mm-hmm. big yeah. one Austrian, mm-hmm. um, John Stones, big one as well. Do you know who Paolo Maldini is? Come on. Mm-hmm. Are you for real? You don't know who Maldini is? You don't know who Maldini is? I'm not huge on the... Oh, my God. Jakey, I'm going to send you some videos <laughs> of Paolo yeah, yeah, yeah. Maldini. Okay. Yeah, you, 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 you recognize him. He, yeah, AC Milan. I'm sure. AC yeah, okay. Milan, Italy. Yeah. As soon as you see him, you'll be like, I got that guy. Now, mine definitely... I mean, you guys probably know I'm an Arsenal fan. Uh, so I watched a lot of Arsenal growing up, and Theo Walcott was oh, probably yeah. my. That's like I would try to like replicate after. Um, Motherfucker's still getting it done. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, just, he's still getting he's it done. He's just a train, just keeps going. So his best season for Arsenal when he was yeah. was when he was. Uh, so he had a bet going with his wife. Okay. Did you hear about this? No, 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 no. Got something that this. he could get a new espresso machine if he scored enough, like so many goals. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, like, that was, like, his whole bet. That was, like, it, everybody thought he was on a contract mm-hmm. year, but he's like, no, I just, like, my wife said that if I score this, <laughs> I, 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 had a bet at, I, I had a bet at home. 
hey, whatever yeah. motivates you. Yeah, yeah, it's the motivation. Like getting that edge, like yeah. we were saying, you know? Yeah, it's like yeah. you gotta manufacture that edge. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you still remember that game that this oh, being carried yeah. off at at White Hart Lane, mm-hmm. putting the, the five to oh, two yeah. fingers up yep, after yep. he got hurt. Yep. Iconic moment. Oh man. Yeah, it was good times, man. Not so a fan. That means that <laughs> that means you hate Spurs as much as we all do. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you all have to you have to give Top Aiden, What's that? Yeah, Aiden, you gotta be giving Aiden some serious shit. The first time we had him he's on us, mm-hmm. uh, he's like oh, that's right. I just yeah. like Tottenham because like, you know, they're kinda the underdog. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Grant, get this guy. <laughs> I did not agree. Oh, man. Grab him yeah. by the hair and take him out the door. <laughs> no, he doesn't that's have funny. any of that. I know. He's got a new oh, haircut. Yeah, the new cut. What's what what inspired Aiden's haircut? That's a good question. I don't know. We have to ask him. Nobody asked. No, I don't know. I think he, he just, just like fucking showed up with like short hair one day. Yeah. I just I remember. I think no. He was the cut after me. So we go to the same place. The um, Avenue Salons. Yeah, yeah. That's the Avenue Salon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he was. I think he was the cut after me. And I just yeah. It's just all of a sudden who, I see on Instagram. Just, who lines you up over there? Uh, is it, is mono. It? Yeah, mono. Mono, mono. So, uh, so it's it's a uh, Cheney's guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Danny go, lines you up. Danny Gutierrez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I gotta yeah. go to Danny and have him line spot. up the the beard. <laughs> the beard that is there. the spot, though. Yeah, yeah and the conversation and the banter is mm-hmm. unparalleled. Good vibes in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, good stuff. But yeah, so he just shows up one day with yeah. short hair, just like gone. I was like, wow. So he went after you. Did you leave? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, you I didn't was, hang around. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was gone. I was, yeah. So this so wasn't was like a cost cutters moment where, like, you know, he goes in and Mono's like, all right, pick from the book, and he just is like, going with that guy. <laughs> no, no, no. Wonder if he messed I mean, up and he's like, well. Yeah, shave it off. No, no, it seemed like that. Mono's not doing that. No, it seemed like shout out Mono. It seemed like you know. And Aiden seems like the kind of guy like he had a plan going in. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, he kind of yeah. knew. Yeah, it's time to get rid this of this summer, shit. You know, it's getting hot. You know, can't yeah, be wearing. Short, I can't summer be wearing cut this short, I can't be wearing this short. Mm-hmm. This, this short hey, like forever had, on my head. Mitch got his haircut by yeah. Danny. Yeah. The last time you got a haircut, you going back there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, Let's we go. have summer cut Trev. Yeah. They have summer cut Aiden. Let's go. So, <laughs> that is true. We got to get those guys to play a game of pickleball against each other. It's true. Trev is actually really good. I think he's gotten third in both divisions that he's played in recently. For I need tournaments. to see this. <laughs> he, I need he to see to this. He, he seems he like used he, to play tennis. Apparently, he seems like he would be like the most unathletic person ever. But he al- does. But also, but he, grew, he grew up playing. He grew up playing baseball. baseball. Yeah. He grew up playing tennis. Like, can you imagine non-summer cut Trev, but like full-on long hair and beard Trev going around the pickleball court, just like. Just, Hair awesome. flying like Andre Agassi. Yeah. Like, oh my God, amazing. Thank you. Cheers, thanks. I, I assume that's from John. Uh, I don't. I don't assume anything at this. I point. mean, we didn't order. We didn't order this. It just yeah. showed. We just had a picture. Maybe they're going on break. Yeah. We just had a, for, for those listening, we just had a picture of beer show up, and we didn't order. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, this. I is, did tell them to check in on us every twenty minutes. Oh, there you go. So, so this is also what happens when you, one of your good friends owns the place that you're doing these interviews. Yeah, we at. Are, <laughs> so we're at Robinia Courtyard. Yeah, our good friend John. Yeah, if you've never been to Robinia Courtyard, by all means, come down here. Yeah. How did you manage that? We have we have like pre games here sometimes. Yeah. Come the only here. reason why mm-hmm. we come here though is because we're friends with him. 
that's that's the why main reason. this was set up in the first place. Right. It's like if we're gonna give our money to somebody, it's gonna be one of our friends. There you go. Tell I will say this. It this would be a great place. place. I mean, look at this. Look at the ambiance in this place. It's so great. This, this place, this whole courtyard area, like all three businesses, well, mainly Madison Tap and Jardin at this point, are fully vegan restaurants. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so Jake, have you seen the courtyard? Menu. No, I haven't been. Uh, after this, i got to take you to the courtyard because you and your wife would love this place. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen the, yeah, the courtyard either. Yeah, 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 I'll take you guys out. We'll so, just a sh- shameless self-promotion for the magazine, we are currently working on our second print issue right now. We're Let's very go. close to being done with the content. i got to lay it out. We're, we're getting close, though. I wrote 3,000 words <laughs> over the weekend this so past did I. weekend. So did I. Um, yep. Grant is doing a career retrospective on Jim Launder. Oh, let's go. Uh, yes. I did a whole piece uh, comparing being a Fort Madison fan. Jim's done, Jim's done a lot. I wow. did, I did yeah. a whole piece on being more, uh, comparing being a Fort Madison fan to being a Wisconsin sports fan. It's, uh, a, it's a hard gig. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, a tough it gig. <laughs> we'll get there, though. That's the thing, though, is like ultimately Wisconsin sports teams eventually get there. And... It's fucking glorious when it happens. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, so you guys know, we've mentioned this a couple of times uh, on our recordings. This last weekend, I think, was the first time. But we're having a uh, launch party for Issue 2 here at Rubini Courtyard on July 7th. It's a Friday I'll show night. You where. Night before so, the match against Fuego. Let's yeah, go. so we play Fuego the next day here at Breeze. Uh, I've got the uh, 10 to 2... 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. DJ slot. It's going to be me, Chris, and uh, Liam. Yep. They're DJing. I'm doing two sets. The other guys are doing one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to have pink and blue uh, Italian sports and leisure wear up for sale. Eesh. As well as some artwork, photos, other stuff. So we got we got a whole night planned. I'll be dancing. Oh, <laughs> Grant asked if he could DJ, and I said, we need you on the floor. <laughs> All night. I said, needed the yacht right, rock. I said, I'll be dancing. Well, so, as everyone, I'll bring, I'll bring the ladies to the floor. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyone who knows me knows that I only have four dance moves, and they're all very sexual. They are. So <laughs> leave that out for <laughs> most of the night. As we said on last week's episode, your you know your wonderful wife was just like, oh, I've already seen his moves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it all only leads to one thing. First time I dance with Lisa, she was like, all right, I've already seen his moves. Yeah. <laughs> so, they all lead to one thing and one thing only. Uh, <laughs> So, upcoming game, Lexington, Thursday night. Yep. Uh, somehow they're, they're ninth place and somehow have like four player of the week Mitch, wins. Mitch, go into this. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Lexington uh, has set a record for the fastest team to have four player of the week awards. Uh, through 14 weeks, they have four of them, which is insane. Yeah, that's great. They're in ninth <laughs> place. And... They are, they are actually tenth by points per game, right behind Omaha. Mm-hmm. Which normally being right behind Omaha isn't a bad thing, but right now Omaha kind of sucks, so it's kind of a bad thing. Yeah. Um, kinda. Yeah, and <laughs> it doesn't like we're way above them, and we haven't had a single player of the week. We haven't had a player of the week since I think week ten last year. Mm-hmm. And we definitely have had guys that should be up for player of the week. Yeah. It's, and this this is why I keep hawking our whenever we're up for goal of the week or save of the week, I keep hawking it on, on social because get out there and vote. because if they're if if the league isn't gonna give us player of the week, we're gonna force we're gonna force them down Hell their throats. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Force it down their throat. So if you can vote, we have goal of the week. 
for Stephen Payne up. Let's go. And if you can vote, you can vote on Twitter on the USL League One page. They have a link on their to their website from the Twitter, which you can vote there as well. You can vote on mobile, on Instagram, on their story, and you can also vote on the USL app. So there are four different ways for you to vote. So Get stuff the ballot boxes. Go home for our boy. Get Stephen Payne. Go home for our boy. Come on. Yeah. Give go. us three goal of the week. Give him a great. Row. Give him a great birthday present. Three, yeah. We're up for three goal of the week. Hell yeah. We yeah. can't have another guy named Tater Diggleson. <laughs> <laughs> you're on a team of the week. Tate, Tate Robertson is who I assume uh, you're referring yeah, to. I, 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 I don't know who he Tater is. Tater Dickelson. That's, that's his name from Noah. Yeah. That's his name from Noah. Who has a name like that and just is like, it's a, yeah, it's a very, it's a very put happy, it on the jersey. It's a very happy Gilmore sort of name. Yeah, it is. It's like Shooter McGavin. Yeah. yeah. This guy Shooter. This guy should be playing goals. What was, the, what was the guy we were making fun of on Saturday? What was his name? Barnathan. 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 Yeah. Dakota. Dakota Barnathan. You played with that guy last year. Did, it, did his personality live up to you, Dakota yeah. Barnathan? Yeah. He's a, he's a character, man. He's a good guy. He's, uh, <laughs> uh, definitely tough to play against, you know, but a lot of love for him. He's no Stephen Payne. I'll yeah, put it that way. Well, who is, really? That's true. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate That's it. true. Uh, then, after this game against... Uh, Lexington, it's almost a full week. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got who? What Tormenta. Are you, yeah, Tormenta, yeah. Oh, the champions of last season. Blah blah blah. Uh, it's our. Is it our first matchup against them this season? Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. yeah we'll so be. we got Cassini. First time we'll be seeing him since he left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean that'll be fine. Yeah. Whatever. Mikey Maldonado was no problem. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Credit to Mikey, he did save a goal off the line after they were already down three nothing. But they also yeah. got out jumped by Ms. Osmond. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the things, one of the things I wanted to let you guys know too, it's like if you guys need a little bit of edge in the locker room too, there's nothing that would piss this league off more than if you guys won the title. Oh, of course, hundred yeah. percent. Like they would because they've been. It's just people would shut down their Twitter accounts. Yeah. Like literally, soccer Twitter and the USL office would literally go apoplectic. Right. <laughs> and so, by all means, boys, do what you got to do. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love a good fire. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we want that. Yeah. I would love that. Anyway, we could probably call it a night. One thing I want to ask him. Sure. What are you guys listening to lately? Oh. You already know. I already know. That's why I asked. <laughs> FKJ. Hey, look, I, we got a convert. On that. Got I a thought co- he was going to say, like, ASMR pickleball sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he's not on the court. If that, okay, uh, if that so, doesn't exist, I'm getting Trev to make it. I'll be honest, I asked this quick. I, I sent some guys, uh, these guys, some stuff mm-hmm. from FKJ, and they, they become fans. What's your favorite song from FKJ so far? Uh, Tadao. Tadao, yeah. yeah, with the one with Masigo. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Anything yeah. from you? Uh, that one is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'll and you said Andrew good. showed you that one too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had been listening to it, and then he showed me the music video. Yeah. And it just went to a whole nother level. Yeah, because like they do the music video where like they they play the music video, and so they recorded that. They actually recorded that. There's a studio in New York mm-hmm. where you can rent time, and you can see like the street and everything behind them, right? You can record time. You can rent time. Ooh just from like for a session so they went in and just like put money down for a session and then just threw up all the cameras and everything and just 
They didn't oh. one. They didn't one take. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's huge. Yeah, it was amazing. So if you haven't seen the video for Tadao, yeah. by all means check it out. But we got anything else for these guys? Well, Stephen didn't answer. Yeah, we did. Nah, yeah, I had to. I had Wait, to what have we been listening yeah. to? I mean, honestly, just been listening to everything. A little bit of rap, R and B. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep sending you guys some stuff. Send, send some more stuff. Yeah. Send some more stuff. Yeah. They got a good way about them. Yeah. yeah. I like these guys. Yeah, they're okay. If they're, if they're willing to accept your musical advances. Oh, yeah. I'm not throwing Grateful Dead at them. So. That is true. That is true. This couldn't be much God worse. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much Boys, again for coming you, out. Boys, you're class. the greatest. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Great. Appreciate you. Good luck on Thursday night, and then good luck again on uh, against Tormenta next Wednesday. Thank you. And as thank Grant you. always says, be easy. We'll see you all next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.